This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead, so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEF. Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond and another installment of the Tybee Island Police Blotter. Well, before we dive deep into the odors, we wanted to let you guys know that we're about to put out an episode on Patreon where we tell you the fascinating story of our resident ghost, Cynthia, our in-depth research and by research, I mean talking to our bartender at the sandbar, allowed us to unearth the truth about the origins of Cynthia and how she ended up in our house. Yes, all of the best research that there can be done scientifically in a bar while drinking beer. We're experts at this. Has been done. Some people are paranormal researchers, experts. We're we search for spirits. (laughs) But a whole different kind, man. (laughs) We found both in this case. It is a crazy story, and it loops back around, goes back to a previous episode that we had where we discussed this very studio we sit in, which I believe is haunted because something keeps messing with this particular camera, and it makes no sense. I don't understand why. But you can find out more and the whole story and the weirdness that surrounds it. If you go and subscribe to our Patreon, we're going to release it there first for all of our listeners to hear on Patreon. And then a little eventually. while after, eventually, we'll release it on our main feed. But if you're a Patreon patron, you'll get first dibs at hearing it. And it's a crazy story. So go over there to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash scary Savannah and hear all about it. Or download the Patreon app. Or get the app. You can do it uh, actually. You can Patreon do it the easy way or the hard you. way. Well, they allow you if you sign up to get stuff through like Spotify and stuff. Yeah. You get your own separate feed, so you don't even have to use the Patreon. Correct. Which is fine with me because I don't like using the Patreon myself. I prefer it in Spotify. So I don't have access to our Patreon. I'm telling you, once you start paying me to have <laughs> access to our Patreon feed, then you'll be able to hear what I do to you. Yeah, see, I have no idea what's over there because I've forgotten by this point. It'd be new to you. you it would be. Really I should good. join. I, I really should join. Well, as soon as you fork over the cash, baby, I'll let you be on our Patreon. $5 a month to listen to you even more. No, it's, it's going to be more than that. It. You're signing up for the biggest tier. Oh, I'm going for the top level. The top level. You are the ultimate A-list fan. Okay. You should be. So with that, let's get down to the odors emitting because I'm sure there's going to be some. On Wednesday, February 7th, One of our officers stopped a vehicle for having an improper license plate. While speaking with the driver, the officer was able to smell an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. Mm. That didn't take long. It didn't. It was like within the first sentence or two, really. He also noticed that the driver's responses to the officer's questions were confusing and that he slurred his words as he spoke. Asifer, how did you get to the sandbar? 
During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the driver had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. He was then placed under arrest and charged with improper transfer of plate, no insurance, open container, and DUI. So he hit all the highlights. Mm-hmm. He's basically here. like he, You know how when you do those relay races at field day at school and stuff? And unlike me, I mean, you got color ribbons and such, but the participants always got green. You got participation awards. So you got participation awards with all them misdemeanors and felonies. I didn't know we had that back then. They gave you something just for participating. Yeah, I got a green ribbon. Participant. Oh, it wow. said it in big gold letters. It said participant. <laughs> should say you tried. <laughs> <laughs> you tried, the more you know. <laughs> on Thursday, February 8th, one of our officers stopped a bicyclist for riding an, at night without a headlight. I think I know who this is. Well, I thought so too, but it says, During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the man had multiple warrants in several states. I may still know who this is. The bicyclist was then placed under arrest and transferred to the Chatham County Detention Center to await extradition on his out-of-state warrants. This person's still here, so I don't think that's him. Oh, maybe he escaped custody and made his way back. And uh, That would not I'm surprise me. I'm not going to name me. names. That would not surprise me. But I think me. we're both thinking of the oh, same we're person right now. We're person. definitely thinking. I, I can't. I can't. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, February 9th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for having a suspended registration. While speaking with the driver, the officer noticed that she was very emotional and at one point began crying. During their conversation, the officer was able to smell an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. Sometimes it makes you crazy. It makes you cry a lot. It makes you I've, cry. <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of people crying when they're drinking on them old, uh, that old hooch. Hooch. Oh, my gosh, Brett. Hooch, baby. What are we in the North Carolina mountains? It came out in your voice right there. Did you do that on purpose? Yes, I did. You did it? It wasn't, like, real, but, man, I wish I could hear you in your true voice, the way you really talk. I very Well, my dad has some videos of me when I was little that you would love to hear. I, I can't even believe how Southern it was. I won't watch baseball, daddy. It was like that. <laughs> While conducting a subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. She was then placed under arrest and charged with suspended registration, open container, and DUI less safe. My question is, because they say this all the time, they say, upon further investigation, I found other evidence to suggest that they were under the influence of, see, I know it word for word because mm-hmm. we say it so often. So what is it that they're doing? That's what I told you. I was wondering what they find. Like, what is it that they that It must they be do? open containers of alcohol. I somehow. mean, I guess that would make sense. Or perhaps maybe... Does everyone carry them around with them, though? Seems like you'd throw that away. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Don't you? No. <laughs> no. On Saturday, February 10th, officers responded to a local motel in reference to a dispute between guests. While speaking with our officers, one man stated that he had been smoking on his balcony when a female neighbor began yelling at him about the smoke. The man stated he apologized and extinguished his cigarette. But the woman continued her tirade. Ooh, I have to give them props. That's a good word right there. That's one of them good tirade. words. Tirade. Tirade. I had a I had full-on tirade. As her rant became longer and more profane, the man decided to yell at her as well. According to the woman, as the man yelled back at her, 
You made a reference to being strapped. I tell you what, woman, you don't <laughs> shut up. You going to meet this Glock 9? <laughs> the man denied having a gun, however, and there was no other evidence to suggest a weapon was involved in the confrontation. In the end, officers successfully mediated the situation, and both parties went their separate ways. So, so all is it well that ends well. How does it go from fussing with somebody about a cigarette to, I'm going to pull a gun on you over a cigarette? I'm guessing alcohol was involved. Why would that be a thought we in your We said the mind? word motel. Oh, motel. So we both know exactly <laughs> right. where this was. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised people don't act. Well, anyone that's listening to this that knows this area probably knows where it is. Yeah. On Sunday, February 11th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for having a suspended registration. While speaking with the occupants, the officer learned that the passenger had an active warrant through another jurisdiction. She was then placed under arrest and transferred to the Chatham County Detention Center to await transport on her non-local warrant. What I'm wondering is it said the passenger had the active warrant. So usually when you get pulled over, the officer doesn't question the passengers for their licenses and things, do they? Well, you know what happened? They pulled him over and the passenger immediately said, well, you know, I guess you're here for me. Or like when they opened the glove box, the non-action, the other warrants fell out when you're getting the registration. I see it more as like a spring-loaded yeah. kind of thing. It opens and they're like, <laughs> yeah. shooting out. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess I should have kept those in the trunk. On Monday, February 12th, just before 10 p.m., one of our officers spotted a vehicle driving through the 16th Street parking lot without headlights. After stopping the vehicle, the officer learned that the driver did not have a license. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to use headlights after dark and no driver's license. Oh, you mean you take that seriously here? Yeah. We don't use headlights back where I'm from. Why? I just don't understand if you're going to drive illegally with like no license or whatever, at least turn your headlights on. Like Then you might not get pulled over. Well, you know what might have happened? Probably what happened. Now, it could have just been dead. No lights whatsoever. But you know, a lot of time, and you do this. I have running lights. You have running lights. So sometimes you forget yeah. to turn on your headlights because the lights are on. But then if somebody's behind you, you don't have any taillights right. on. And then that's the reason for the police yeah. to say, what's going on here? Also, I, my I headlights. Sense odors. Mine aren't bright. So it's sometimes hard to tell that they're on. And I have to look a million times to make sure they are on because, you know, make sure the green light's on. Yeah, you need to do and that. And it's not the cruise control light that's also green that you like to keep on. It's blindingly bright. Every green. time I get it's in the glorious. car after you, I, I have to turn that off. Control. That's going to be the name of my autobiography. Cruise control? Brett. Cruise control. At 25 miles per hour. No, that's it. That's it. That's all I was going to say. And then the rest of the book is just a artist's interpretation of me staring at a cruise control lamp. Lamp? That's what they call them in the dashboard, lamps. Okay. You didn't know that? I like the lamp that's going to be on on your car now with this na- nationwide recall I about know. your your, your fuel, fuel pump. pump. Yeah. You're like, you may be driving and notice that your vehicle no longer works. So what if I'm like driving down Tybee and I lose control and they pull me over and then what am I going to be like, well, I'm driving a Honda. What do you want? Well, you throw your- I'm not drunk. <laughs> your warrants from other jurisdictions at them to distract them. <laughs> and then you drive as fast as possible without your headlights on the wrong way down a one-way street. <laughs> On Tuesday, February 13th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for traveling 52 miles per hour in a 35-mile-per-hour zone. Book him, Dano. While speaking with the driver, the officer noticed that he had glassy eyes 
and was extremely giggly. Well, that's a new one. <laughs> he was giggly. That's a he was downright that's giddy. A for, that's a forensic term, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. After asking the man for his license, the officer also noticed that he seemed to have problems with his fine motor skills. You also have that problem, so I don't know how that's an indicator of being I do drunk. have a problem with fine motor skills. I, I don't know what it is, but I have trouble doing anything that requires finesse. I know. You knocked over a vase of... I didn't touch anything. It just <laughs> fell over. That might have been the ghost. Well, you didn't put it back together. You just, like, set it anywhere. I just set put it, it anywhere. back. I put the things back in the vase, and I told you, and this is true, and we both know it, that no matter what I did, you were going to come behind me and change it. So I just is said, I'll you, just put it there and let her do it. Is that why you just left all the dishes in the sink and didn't stick them in the dishwasher that is literally a foot beside the sink? I've got a better question for you. <laughs> why was I even touching dishes when I'm supposed to be married to a 1950s housewife? And that this is still not has not happened yet. yet. That is obviously. I cooked nobody two brought me a smoking tonight. jacket. Nobody brought me my cigarettes and bourbon and newspaper and my little table games like I'm supposed to have, whatever those are. I gave you dinner. I made it. And I made the dogs dinner. I cooked your dinner and their dinner. Well, they were so appreciative they of it were. that it took them longer to eat that food than I've ever seen them take. I know it was anything. a good twenty minutes of Layla in there licking her bowl, just laying there sensuously <laughs> licking her bowl. It was just, it was glorious for her, is what it was. Well, let's get back to this giggly man. He's giggling during the course of their conversation. The man told the officer that he was an Uber Eats driver <laughs> and had been in the area on a delivery. I didn't know y'all delivered that there illegal weed. I didn't substance. know Uber Eats came out here, but that. That's interesting. That is interesting. One more reason we might not have to leave the house. I might not have to cook. Well, I mean, you're supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. 1950s housewife. I'm not I'm her not being yet. sexist. I'm telling you. Just I'm trying to support you. I said I wanted to do it for 24 hours, and it's not this 24 hours. No, you said you were going to do it for a week. No, I did not. I think you said you were going to do it for like two or three months. Oh, no. Perhaps, I did buy a dress. Perhaps even a quarter. It's really cute, too. Maybe. You know, a whole quarter of the year, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. So far, I bought a dress and an apron, and that's as far as I've gotten in this preparation. Uh, well, you better get to work. A subsequent investigation found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of some unknown substance. Unknown, eh? He was then placed under arrest and charged with speeding and DUI. Drugs less safe. Drugs less safe? Apparently. That's a thing? They didn't think he was drinking. They were oh, he was drugging. Like, oh, Drawings the last safe, you say. <laughs> well, I guess they had to put him away. On Wednesday, February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. Is it? One of our officers was flagged down by a contractor who believed that someone had spent the night in a vacant house that he had been working on. Upon inspection, the officer noticed there was trash scattered throughout the house, an odor of cigarette smoke, and evidence that someone had taken a shower. So I guess they had themselves a romantic, a romantic getaway at for a, free. At, you know, at a place a vacant house. that's apparently vacant. It must still have power if they had a shower. I don't know. Maybe they were like that dude from uh, Midnight in the Guard of Good and Evil that would go around and just hook up power yeah. himself and just live <laughs> in a, just like sort of claim jump something. Mm-hmm. You know. During the course of a follow up, officers were able to identify a possible suspect. A report was filed, and the case was forwarded to our criminal investigations division. More if they caught us yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice house. One of our officers responded to a report of a possible theft. While speaking with the complainant, the officer learned that someone had made 61 fraudulent charges to a bank account belonging to his parents' estate. The total amount of money lost is reported to be in excess of $15,000. A report was filed 
and the case was forwarded to our criminal investigations divisions. Hmm. That's Fraudulency. a lot of charges. That is. That is uh, 61 charges. That's why you check your bank account every single morning. You really should. I mean, I have no idea what our bank account is, but I've got people to do that. <laughs> and My turn 1950s on, housewife. And turn on like your fraud alerts, because if you get any kind of suspicious activity, they'll send you a text. You, you gotta assume that these charges were probably something that the not all at once, but also were probably unusual for the patterns of the authorized user. Yeah. On Thursday, February fifteenth, officers responded to a report of a possible theft. While speaking with our team, the victim stated that his house is under construction and that there were tools and equipment lying about his yard. At one point, he was alerted that a vehicle had pulled into the yard by a surveillance camera. He then watched as the occupants exited the vehicle and stole his ladder. A report was filed and the case was forwarded to our criminal investigations divisions. Criminal investigations is uh, busy this week. I'm telling you, who has the gall to just get out and steal a ladder? A lot of people. Well, I guess apparently so. But do you remember uh, the guy we knew that would just go into Lowe's and just yeah. just steal stuff? Mm-hmm. And I mean, not stuff like normal people would steal. Like you might go in there if you were of a mind and you were a devious criminal and type. chapstick. To take a chapstick. <laughs> or maybe if you're really, really brave, you'd stick like a DeWalt drill or something in your shirt and go out. Because maybe, maybe you could pull that off. Didn't these guys go in and just, like, take long, like, riding lawnmowers mm-hmm. and stuff? I mean, just, like, full-size, like, mm-hmm. doors. Like, you just look like you know what you're doing. Well, you just walk out with it. Okay. How do you walk out with a riding lawnmower? It's already outside. You just drive it you off. You just drive it off. Well, Load it on your truck. You just look like you're supposed to. I think they chain them all together these days. I don't think they used to. Well, you know, you see... Mr. Employee, <laughs> this slum over here had a light burnt out, and I was taking it back to Craftsman over there. <laughs> on Friday, February 16th, one of our officers was on patrol when another vehicle pulled out of a parking lot directly in front of him, causing the officer to hit his brakes in order to avoid a collision. Who this can't end well for said driver. After stopping the vehicle, the officer was able to smell a strong odor of marijuana emitting from within. What? How high would this person have to <laughs> be to be like, oh, here's a car car, just take off. That's crazy. Of course, he I think was, he was backing out. Oh, he was backing out. Is that what it says? Oh, it says, it just says no, it says pulled out. Oh, lot, my so gosh. He'd be going straight on. So he just pulled out in front of a cop. First of all, I never pull out in front of a cop. Yeah. And none of the cop cars wait. here are unmarked, to yeah. my knowledge. Right. So it's like, it's pretty obvious it's a cop car yeah. heading your way. A subsequent search of the vehicle based on probable cause revealed a small amount of marijuana and a pill that the driver did not appear to have a prescription for. You mean you, you ain't got a prescription for that elephant tranquilizer? <laughs> <laughs> the man was also in possession of a firearm. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to signal, driving while license suspended, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of a firearm during the commission of a crime. And just think, all this could have been solved if he just hadn't tried to whip out in the traffic. Just and it, use and he your probably turn would have went 20 miles an hour, too, right when he pulled out. Probably. You know, also. One of our officers was on patrol when another vehicle ran a stop sign directly in front of him, causing the officer to hit his brakes in order to avoid a collision. After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed that there was a strong odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within. He also noticed that the driver's speech was heavily slurred to the point of being difficult to understand. When asked if he had a reason for running the stop sign, the man replied yes, 
When asked for that reason, the man's answer was, I don't know. During the (laughs) At the time I had a reason. (laughs) During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to stop at a stop sign and DUI less safe. What was the reason, though? Now, I have a question. Let's think about this logistically. This says that the cop had to slam on his brakes because the guy pulled out at a stop sign. So let's think about this. They're all at a stop sign. Well, maybe not. Maybe he's going straight because, you know, not every player is a four-way stop. Four way stop. Easy for you to say. Yeah, it is. So if the officer's just going straight along and their guy stopped at a stop sign and then he just goes, oh, or he yeah. doesn't there, go, there he doesn't stop. There are some crossover yeah. stop signs that, the, like Jones, right. doesn't have uh, stop so signs So the guy probably just ways. didn't stop and went right into his path. Oh, uh, well, these people. What is it with these people? It's like they want to be caught. It's alcohol. Maybe they got guilty consciences, you know. <laughs> or they're inebriated. Or they're, yeah, they're drunk. They're drunk and high. On Saturday, February 17th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to yield to pedestrians in a marked crosswalk. During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the driver's license was suspended. He was then placed under arrest and charged accordingly. I'm pretty sure we saw this happen. Remember when we we were walking? I remember seeing that thinking, you know, because they had the guy. Yeah, they had the guy in the police car and they were searching his vehicle at that point. I said, because you were like, how could he have been speeding there? And I said, he probably ran through the. The uh, crosswalk. Uh, and I was like, I can't believe we didn't visibly see odors as we drove by. But <laughs> well, we'll, it doesn't say he was under the influence. It just says he failed to yield to the pedestrians. Must be why we didn't see the odors, but it seems like we could have sensed the imbalance in the not having a license Well, he didn't have a license. Yeah. You know? <laughs> On Sunday, February 18th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for making an improper left turn. During the course of the investigation... The officer learned that the driver had an active warrant through another jurisdiction. The driver was then placed under arrest and transferred to the Chatham County Detention Center to answer for her non-local warrant. Ah, there you go. You twist ending. I never would have thought it. I never would have thought a woman would be so stupid. (laughs) Sounds like a man. She should have been at home making dinner and getting her husband's cigarettes ready. Yeah, getting his smoking jacket and and his newspaper and his uh, lap. Table games. See, I still haven't figured out where I'm going to get a newspaper. I that, looked, that's my big holdup. I looked up the smoking jackets on Amazon. I did too. They're expensive. It's like eighty bucks. I know for the cheap ones. You can just wear your robe. That's not the same. I know, but it's something. And besides, if I start smoking cigarettes and then I'm wearing like a terry cloth robe, I'm just going <laughs> to set the house on fire. Maybe that's the plan all along. Well, it's a lot easier ways to cause fires, Crystal. You ain't got to go through so much of a convoluted trouble. I mean, just hand me a book of matches. Don't no. even tell me to do anything with them. Just hand them to me. Say, Brett, be careful with these. Oh, and, okay. and then the house is gone. <laughs> okay, the house okay. is gone. Okay. So make sure to check out Patreon. You can get ad-free episode so you can check that out on our patreon you can also go to our merch store and find some cool merch we would appreciate it if you do that and we have one more thing that we're thinking about doing we're thinking about changing the format of our videos so if you've been watching our youtube videos on our next episode things may look a little different so if they do let us know what you think about it in uh comment section or send us a message through our website what do you think crystal Yeah, we've been talking about some different ideas we could do around here. Yeah, I'm going to hire a director of photography, (laughs) and he's got to be British. And see, I keep thinking of this as Kirsten's room, 
but really she's turning 21 next week and she's been moved out for a long time and she's not coming back when she graduates college, I wouldn't no, think. No, I would not think so. So I just keep kind of holding on to it as hers. Really, it's ours. <laughs> I want this bed gone. The bed is not that going. We have guests. so much room. We get rid of that bed and we would yeah. have a full-blown studio. We have guests that come. Where are they going to sleep? On the desk? We've got an entire garage. It's outside. That's not my problem. <laughs> it is your problem. So, Crystal, get me a book of matches. Meet me in the living room. You burn that bed up. And, ooh, that's a good idea. Let's get on uh, that. Well, it doesn't make any sense because if you took the bed out, the camera and the light would still be there. No, they'd be shifted. I would move everything. But everything they're still going to be, be right there. No, they're not going to be right there. Where would they be? They would be moved in different locations. Where? further over to the sides the table would be over here and uh, <laughs> then we would just uh, it would be a whole different situation so the bed needs to go the bed is going nowhere I figured as much <laughs> where are you going to put a giant bed the trash no we couldn't get that thing out of the house no it's way too heavy yeah so we're, we're, tra- we're changing nothing, apparently. <laughs> we're going to compromise, we're and compromising I'm not going to get any of the things <laughs> no, I want. Is absolutely. What it is. That's the way it works. Bubba might get you a smoking jacket. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.